Welcome to Amanda's Horror Pod. Well, 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 well. Hello, everyone. Uh, yeah, since January, I've been living by the ocean, and I'm not sure if that's why, but I know it's uh, summer, but in the past week, it's somehow here where I'm living in Maine, in the area I'm in. It's somehow been spring, summer, fall, and winter all at once. I don't know how that happened, but it's very weird. Anyway, everyone, welcome to Amanda's Horror Pod. I hope everyone's having a, a fantastic month and happy Pride Month. I marched in the Portland, uh, Maine Pride this year, and I'm very proud of that. And I was a, just the whole day was wonderful, and the whole month has been great. There's been so much, there's been so much going on here, you know. Before I lived here, I lived in the suburbs. Now I'm in the city, so you get everything here, you know. Anyway, I, I, it's been a while since I've had a podcast. Catch you up on everything. I've that's going to happen sometimes. You got to deal with it. But as time goes by, hopefully that will change. You know, you know my story already. So here we go. Let's launch into it. There is a movie called Brooklyn Forty Five, and it is on Shutter. And I can't stop watching it. And it's funny because I tried watching it with someone else, and they were like. Eh, this isn't that great. But for some reason, for me, it is great. So if you haven't seen Brooklyn 45, I suggest it. It's it's fun. It's also got all the elements I like in a horror movie. It, it's not like it's it's scary. It's really not scary. It's kind of silly and crazy and weird and twisted. But it's... It's great. You got to watch it. Just watch, give Brooklyn 45 a chance. Uh, it's on Shudder, which is also, if you don't have the Shudder app, you can, it's also on Amazon. I feel like Shudder should be paying me for all the stuff I do, for, I say for them. But seriously, they do. They have some quality stuff sometimes. Uh, this Friday night will be a new Joe Bob. They just had uh, a Joe Bob episode, and it was the other day, and it was uh, the first episode of the new Walking Dead show. So that was pretty exciting, especially since I haven't seen the last season of The Walking Dead. So I watched that and went, hmm, I guess I haven't missed much because I understood everything that went on. So I guess missing the last season wasn't that big a deal. But I don't know, someone told me, someone's given me like a million spoilers and it's made me not watch the last season yet. But I should. I might as well. I've watched all the other seasons of The Walking Dead. And it is a fantastic show. Remember when it first came out, you couldn't tear me away from the screen. I was like, it's weird. There's so many horror shows now, I can't keep up. Like, right now, I just... Today, I started one called School Spirits. And it is... It's uh, There's eight episodes out so far. I don't know if they're going to have a season two or if it's a miniseries. I have no idea. But it's... It's it's great. It's like a ghost uh, murder mystery, you know. It's fun. I think I like ghost murder mysteries. I think that's my theme. I think that's my theme today, because Brooklyn Forty Five is a little bit ghost murder mystery too. A little bit. Yeah, I'm I'm really into those things right now. Um, look for people who haven't seen Marianne, and that's how you pronounce it in French. On if you haven't seen Marianne, it's called, for everyone who speaks English, on Netflix, you're, I've been, I'm 
telling you, you have to, it will change your life. It is fan, fantastic. And if they don't put out, they, I don't think they're going to put out a second season, but I'm really disappointed that they're not because <sighs> that show had so much promise. And so, and, well, it's made in France, so I don't know how they do their shows. Like, I know in, in England, they'll like put out like only a couple episodes and then they'll wait a couple years sometimes and put out more. I mean, they don't do it always that way, but I mean, each country has a different way they do their seasons and the way they do their shows. So I don't know if France is planning on putting any more of those out, uh, with Netflix. I don't know. But man, that that show is a lot. Like you won't be able to stop watching it. You will not be in a show hole, as I call them. To me, a show hole is when there's nothing to watch, which is impossible. Technically, there's always something to watch. Just there's not always something great to watch, but there's always something to watch. I mean, even the crappiest of horror movies are somehow wonderful. You know, like. It doesn't matter what it is. So it doesn't matter how cheeseball it is. Somehow it still tickles my my fancy and whatever that means. I should probably find out what that means. Hopefully it doesn't mean anything dirty. If it does, oh well. Also, since I recently moved in January uh, to live by the ocean, I call it that because it's... A, Portland, Maine. I grew up here. I moved away. I moved back in January. So it's been a lot of years. You all know I'm not in my 20s. I'm 44. Okay, I said it. I'm 44. Now you all know. Anyway, I, I'm not ashamed of that. I don't think. I don't. I just think that I'm ashamed of the fact that I'm not ashamed of it. <laughs> That's probably what it is. Yeah, I don't have a lot of shame. It's like, I don't think I was taught that growing up. You should feel shame. Oh, well, that's not true. I was raised religious. They did teach shame and with the religion, but that was like the only form of shame. And I don't adhere to the et. All right, back to horror. I saw a movie that was really, really, really strange. To the, so I loved it, of course. It was called Terrified, and it's Argentinian movie, I believe. It's great. I don't know what it's on or how you watch it, but if you can, I would. It's it's really, really unusual. I also finally saw Woody the Pooh, Blood and Honey. It took me a while because I was like, hmm, do I want to? Of course, of course I want to, but, you know, it's hard. That was my childhood. Yeah, literally. But um, it's funny because I watched that movie and Winnie the Pooh is supposed to be the bad guy, right? But in my opinion, he had to do what he was doing. I mean, I'm not saying he had to, but I'm saying, like, Christopher Robin's more to blame in that movie, in my opinion. And everyone's going to be like, what? But if you love Winnie the Pooh as much as I love Winnie the Pooh, you will realize what I mean. Christopher Robin is to freaking blame. He always was. He deserves whatever he gets. That's all there is to it. <laughs> yes. Kill, kill. Kill Christopher Robin. Seriously, remember like the cartoon from the 70s, the, the original movie? It was the best one. Well, the only problem was uh, 
when he tells Pooh, I'm, I'm not going to just do nothing anymore, and he goes off, he goes away and leaves him. Well, this is like a very literal interpretation of being left alone. It's, it's, it's great. I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. I never liked Christopher Robin very much. I was never a big fan of his. I always loved Winnie the Pooh and the characters. I loved, I loved Eeyore. I loved, I even loved Rabbit, even though it was a bit annoying. Actually, I have a friend that reminds me a lot like Rabbit. Of Rabbit. Quite a bit, actually. But, for good reasons. Um, okay, switching topics. Uh, there's an older miniseries that was on a while back. A very long while back. Like, in the 90s, I believe. Called Rose Red. It's Stephen King. And, uh, I had rewatched it the other day because I hadn't seen it in years. And I was like, wow, I forgot how much I enjoyed this. So, if you get a chance, check that out. Um, we're going to skip the yay and nays today because, quite frankly, that's boring. And that's all I do anyway is yay or nay things. I'm like, this is good. This is It's like, look, f mostly I don't do that. Mostly I just say, watch it and see if you like it. And if you like it, great. If you don't, who gives a fuck? Like, just move on with your day. If you want a good comedy horror that's, like, just mostly hysterics, Watch Haunted Honeymoon with Gene Wilder. If you haven't seen that, it's an old movie. It's it's friggin' great. It is just great. I love it. I've loved it since I was a kid. And I will continue to love it for the rest of my life. I am pretty sure of that. I'm a giant fan of Terrifier 1 and Terrifier 2. And I met the guy who plays... The gentleman who plays him. Who plays the Terrifier. David... Uh, sorry, David Howard Thornton. Yeah, and he was, I met him at HorrorCon, Portland, Maine. I don't know if you're listening, David, but come on my show. Anyway, he's, he was really nice guy. He was really super nice, but the movies are great. Like, the first time I saw the first one, I was like, wow. Like, I'd never seen, I'd seen, like, everything in a horror movie, but I'd never seen someone, like cut down the middle that way, like a woman cut down like that, that way down the crotch area. Like that was like, wow, I, I was, and it was so like over the top. And then I thought two was great too, but two confused me in a good way because I thought in one, I thought he was a human being and two, I realized he's probably not a human being. There's many reasons to think there's no way he's a human being. So now I'm like, have a different thought about it. So, I know number three is coming out, uh, uh, so I'm not sure when that is. He said number three was coming out fairly soon, but he, I, don't, I don't know the date. But I, I can't wait to see that and see where that escalates since I, you know, I learned that in the second one. I'd like to see what I learned in the third one. And I wouldn't mind ten of these movies as long as they can keep them, you know, the shock value up. And 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 I love you, Quentin Tarantino. But Quentin Tarantino's type of shock isn't the same type of shock that I'm thinking of here. Quentin Tarantino has a different type of shock. He has like a unnecessary almost shock. Like here's a shock because I can. But with the Terrifier, it's more like you're like, oh, I didn't expect that, and that was creative. A creative shock. I like a really creative murder or a really creative haunt or creative scare. 
You know, it's got to be, it's got to have some, like, good creativity. And I'm not insulting Mr. Tarantino. I think he has some absolutely great films, but I also think he has some absolutely crap films. And he might agree. I don't know. I don't know what directors think. I know that if I was a director, I'd be super critical of myself. I'd be like, hmm, what could I have done better with that? Yes, I won an Academy Award, but maybe I could have had him wear this or her do this or... Yeah, I don't know. I'm super critical of everything that I do, so I assume that people in the, who are types of artists and, enter, and do entertainment, they're probably super critical too. Although they're probably more used to having their butt kissed, you know, a little bit more. Like, I'm just like a, a, a fresh baby. Like, if I would be like, I suck at everything, I suck at everything. Unless someone kisses your ass for a couple of years and then you're like, oh, no, see, that wouldn't happen to me. I'd stay me. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying anyone specifically. <laughs> I'm just talking in general. I know I would stay me. I would stay private. I've. It's very important to me to, to have privacy. And I'm saying this because I've been asked to do some things that I'm very excited to have been asked to do, but I, I don't feel like I'm ready for that. So I'm just, you know, just keep doing my lame podcast and. Hope someone's listening. I don't hear a lot of people talk about the movie Dr. Sleep, but I wanted to say to you, if you are a fan of The Shining, then you should really watch Dr. Sleep. See, I prefer the books, both of The Shining and of Dr. Sleep. The books are my favorite. I love them. They're way more descriptive. Although, The Shining, the book is definitely better. I mean, the movie's good, but the... I'm telling you, you read the the book will scare you for even more. <laughs> It'll scare you forever, and um, yeah. Uh, and then what I call the second one, uh, Doctor Sleep, which technically it kind of is. Um, that that is just it was a great book, and the movie was actually quite similar. It wasn't as different as the other, the other, the first one was. I was, which I was like, kind of like, oh, I thought it was going to be wicked different again, but no, it wasn't. Um, kind of babbling here. Like, a, man, I do that a lot lately. But anyway, what was my point? Oh, okay, before I was talking about the Terrifier, I don't even know how I got on the topic of The Shining, but I do think Dr. Sleep needs a shout out. People need to, um, I'm adjusting to new medication, so you can forgive me for this episode. <laughs> oh, that's that's part of my journey right now. It's like I moved to a new place, adjusting to new medication. Life's just very... It's a little bit like a horror movie, but probably not a very that scary of one. Maybe a little bit. Anyway, The Terrifier. I can't wait for number three, and I'm sure a lot of you feel the same way. It's funny because I, I just randomly... No one ever told me about the Terrifier, the first one. I just randomly found it one day, and I clicked on it, and I watched it. And I was like, oh, okay. And then the second one, I, I was... I was... I, I don't know. I just love it. I just... I, and I love now that you don't know if he's human. Like, is he human? I mean, there's so many reasons in the second one to think he's not. In the first one, there's every reason to think he's human. I suppose. But in the second one, there's really no reason to think he's human. So, hmm. 
That's what I've been thinking about. And I want to see what the third one brings. Or maybe he's just like... Maybe I'm not even supposed to consider that. I don't know. I do not know. You know, I only saw half of the movie They Them because I kind of realized where they were going. Especially with the dog. And I didn't want to keep watching it. I couldn't... No, I couldn't. But I, you know, I like to hear from someone who can make it to the end. But um, it wasn't because it was scary or anything. Uh, it was... It was horrifying, but it wasn't in the way of normal, you know, you know what I mean. Anyway, if anyone could just, just like fill me in on the ending of They Them because I had to stop it. I was like, no, that's, that's a little too much for me. When it comes to animals, I'm like that, you know, unless I, I don't know. It's just something, you don't fuck with animals, even in movies. I don't like that. It. And everyone's like, well, then you're not a horror fan. It's like, no, 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 I am. I just, I, I, I want the humans to be killed. You know? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't even like Cujo. Although, I like the book. <laughs> I guess. But I don't know, I'm weird. I don't like when animals are killed in movies. Uh, whether it's, you know, especially if it's, like, uh, there's one... Movie in the seventies, I forgot the name, but it had real animals dying in it, and I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't stomach it. But as long as I know it's fake and it's like, you know, I don't care where the movie's made, as long as it's fake and I know the animals aren't actually getting hurt and the humans aren't actually getting hurt, I'm like, eh, I can watch this, I don't care. But if I think it's real, it's hard. But with they them, I was like, yeah, it was, it was too much. I'm, I'm sensitive. I'm sensitive, especially of dogs and cats, because they can't speak for themselves, you know? We have to be their voice. I mean, they have their own way of speaking, of course. I have a big black Maine Coon cat. I'm sure you've seen on Instagram. He's a, he's a sweet thing, very sweet, and I'm a huge animal lover. Anyway, enough of that. A movie you absolutely have to watch is, uh, un- hold on, I'm trying to remember the name, Unwelcome, sorry, Unwelcome, it's a European movie, it's, uh, I think it's filmed in Ireland or England, it looks, I think it's filmed in Ireland, but, oh my word, it is so freaking great, it, and the kills in it are just magic. It's like the Terrifier, but with, like, leprechaun goblins or something. I don't know. It's fan-fucking-tastic. You, you gotta, you gotta see it. You gotta see it. But that's all I got for you guys and gals and gender queers this, this time. But next time, I will be back with a guest. So, until then, take care, be well. And watch some fucking good horror movies, not the shitty ones. Or, actually, no, watch the shitty ones, too. Watch all of them. Take care.